This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. Hey guys, awesome episode today. We got a guy who won't get the hint, a meet the parents situation, and a guy who wants no labels. Check it out, enjoy, share with friends. Welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from New York City's Upper West Side, San New York Labs. We're every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. Let me say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. This podcast grows every episode. We add just another, another, another person, another, another couple years. To the pile. I'm just throwing ears on the pile. And it keeps growing bigger and bigger. And that's thanks to you guys. Oh my God. Your tweets. Your DMs. Your Instagram story posts. Your Facebook messages. It feels so good. Oh, does it feel great. Oh, it feels like you're feathering my nuts. Took a giant feather. You went on safari. Here's what happened. You went on safari. You rode an ostrich. And while riding the ostrich, you plucked a single feather. Then you got on a flight. You sat business class. You went from Africa to New York. And then I was at the airport waiting to pick you up. I'm holding the sign. As I go, as I say, oh, Mr. Johnson, you look at me and you say, J Train, turn around. And you hear all the cars in the background. It's a very busy airport scenario. You hear a lot of people running around. And you say, and I say, are you Mr. Johnson? And you say, J-, and you're wearing a full out safari gear. And you go, J train, turn it around. And I say, my word. Yeah, we're at the airport. Uh, <laughs> who are you? And you go, I'm a big fan. Bend over. And I bend over with nuts out of the back of my legs. I've, I've pushed the nuts to the back. And you take out that ostrich feather out. It's in your hat. It's in your safari hat. And you pluck it from your hat. And you just start feathering me right there. In front of everybody. That's when it starts. You're going straight from the bottom of my anus to the beginning of my shaft. And there's people walking around. They're not even looking. They're going, they got to get there, catch their flights. There's just a safari guy with me in a full suit at my driving job getting feathered. That's how it feels every time you guys send me a tweet, a DM, a Snapchat message. And especially when you screenshot you listening and you make it your story. That feels oh so good. Like I'm in that airport arrivals gate. And you're in that safari outfit with that ostrich feather. So, totes preach. Thank you, guys. Thank you. I'm happy you're enjoying. Keep telling friends, family, co-workers, brothers, sisters, mama, papa, anybody with ears. We'll take them. 
Very excited about today's guest. Uh, he's an OKP. Original key player. That's right. So funny. Mike Fanoia, thank you for coming on. Dude, I- I've been taking drugs to get that feeling. Right. All you're doing is just, just, putting it's a- just DMs and tweets. Yeah. and hey, listen, I love it. This is my drug. This is your drug. It, and you're good at it. Thank you're a you. good doer of that drug. I appreciate it. This is my drug. Giving out the J Train podcast and then receiving the love that comes from it. That's me. That's my peyote. Love is That's the drug. That's my cocaine. That's great. I love it. Right? I love that love. That's all it is. And I drink a lot of alcohol. So that too. <laughs> That's, that That's too. my other drug. I also love this airline that lets you wear a safari hat. On the flight. Without yeah. checking it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he had a hat box. He put it in the overhead oh, compartment. Oh, okay, okay. That's the worst part about it. That's the under... That's the thing no one tells you about uh, going to Israel. Hat boxes. Everywhere. So many Jewish hat boxes, because of all Hasidim, they put them in the, you know, the top section. But it's not... The thing is with, the, you know, the... If I was to not appreciate the Jewish culture, this is... If someone was like, I don't like Jews, and they were like... And I'd be like, well, why? And then they were like, well, because every time I fly to Israel, the overhead, <laughs> compart- the overhead compartment has these oblong-shaped boxes that don't fit with my carry-on. I'd be like, I on, get it. On all my regular travels to Israel. I get it. Yeah. Every time I fly to Israel. And if that was why they were anti-Semitic, I'd be like, listen, it makes some sense. Yes. You can't fit these hat boxes. They're not, they're not shaped the same as... The wheelie bags. Of course. Right. So it creates a whole game of Tetris that no one prepared for. What about a wheelie hat box? This is what I'm talking about. The Jews need to come to us. Yes. <laughs> the, the, yeah. the hat box people yeah, yeah, need totally. to create a hat box that is the shape of something that goes in the overhead. Yep. Not a hat. I can see Cuban going right? in on we're that. At the, we're at the bazaar. <laughs> this is where you fly. Yeah, the Israeli airport is just one big... <laughs> Market, yep. Ooh. They get on the plane. Wheelie hat boxes. Catch your wheelie hat boxes. Yeah. This is how they get on the plane. You're, you're sitting there and you're like, okay, I, I gotta get on. Wait a minute, there's no room in the overhead. And you look at this guy and he's like, it's my hat. I must bring hats. <laughs> I bring gift. Uh, I bring hat gift. I need to get no hats. <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, dude, can you put it under the Doesn't fit. It doesn't fit. Why wouldn't you check the hat? Somebody put their hat there before me. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Check the hat box. Hey, I've seen the J- folks of the Jewish faith okay. praying in the airport before we get on the they flight. They do a lot of that, too. I'm asking. It's very scary. It's very scary. They'll oh. run to the back of the plane as you're taking off. It's so, yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah, kind of yeah. really, really fucking creepy. It's a little much. For I, us of little faith. I'm well, just waiting it, for the Xanax to kick it's kinda in. It's kind of like the one, It's like the Asian woman that wears the mask. It's like, what do you know? What do you know that I don't? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And why are you praying at the back of the plane? Yeah, I yeah. paid for the front. Now I want to be in the back with you. It doesn't, it's very, especially I'm a person that like, I'm not the best of flyers. No, me neither. And I don't like anything going off. So then, yeah, this song comes on. The minute they take off, this song comes on and all the Jews run to the back and they start, you know, bowing and shit. And you're like, wait a minute. What's happening here? It's so creepy. (laughs) It is is so creepy. (laughs) What is the little... It's almost like two or three boxes. Yeah, I... What is that? Oh, that's like Like a a prayer prayer box? It's a prayer thing. Hat box? I don't know enough. It's like little hat boxes. No, it's to to fill in. You tie it around your arms. 
while you pray, I think. I don't know. I know so little that I sound stupid. Looks like a GoPro. It does look it like a GoPro. It looks like a God pro. Right. It's it a does. God pro. Bunch of, yeah. That camera goes right to Yahweh. These Jews were on the GoPro thing way early. <laughs> I heard they run the GoPro business. That's what GoPro. Mike Fanoia, you should all go follow and support Mike. He's so funny. At Mike Fanoia on Twitter and Instagram. Tough name to spell. At M-I-K-E-F-I-N-O-I-A. It is a hard one. And I didn't think it was that hard growing up, but no? getting into comedy, man, everybody gets it wrong. Well, because that's the thing. You you know, when you leave a show, you want, or you, whatever, they're like, how do I find you? And you go, and I am always like Jared Freed on Instagram, because yeah. I love pushing Instagram. Of course. So, at Mike Fanoia. But I when I say it, they're like, Jared, you know, then they, then they try to spell it, and you're like, okay, I, listen, get to Jared. I finally understand Louis C.K. I remember being like, why? Why would you do it? It's a it's a marketing tool. Yep. F.A. Mike F.A. Mike F.A. People would still fuck that up. Hefe. They'd be like, they'll be like, like F.A. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what is your background? <laughs> He's going to be in Cleveland. I know we got Cleveland people because I think people came out to Noah Gardensworth's shows. So nice. Hilarities in Cleveland, April 25th through 29th. He's also going to be at the Fairfield Comedy Club on 420. Are you a weed smoker? Um used to be a ton yeah i'm in the midst of a break okay let's put I, it that I'm, way i'm with you all his dates uh mikefenoia.com mikefenoia.com um fairfield comedy club is fun because it's in the lobby i did it yeah have you done it yeah it's pretty neat it's in the lobby of a hotel so you you're like in a like a hojo's it's essentially like a scooby-doo hotel it's from so the outside weird. isn't yeah. it it looks like a house on the outside and then you walk in and they put the show in the lobby of the hotel and it actually works i know it sounds like it would never work and people are there with coolers of <laughs> coolers beer coolers of beer yeah because it's a byo situation and it's folding chairs yeah it's such a strange vibe but and, it's and they it's get a, into it, I had, totally the into it. I had one of the best shows i've had there i had a really good time so yeah. If you're in the Fairfield area, it's a great place to see a show. It's fun. Bring a fucking cooler. Yeah, bring it. Like bring a camping. joint. Yeah, well, I'll 420 it up if you come. 420 Fairfield Comedy Club at Mike Fanoy. Let me give a couple announcements. Um, listen, if you're enjoying this shit, this adds value to your life. I'm starting a channel, okay? And my channel uh, is where you can get more stuff from me on a weekly basis. I'm already giving you J Train Tuesday. J Train Friday, You Up Thursday, my Instagram, my Twitter, okay? I'm giving a lot, okay? I What I want to do is give you more, but on a more consistent basis. So my, if you go to patreon.com slash Jared Freed, that's patreon.com slash Jared Freed. We have two levels. One is three bucks. Three bucks gets you the blog that takes you behind the curtain of each of these episodes also, a new coffee with J Train every Sunday for your Sunday listening pleasure. Ten bucks a month, advice. Papa JT, your personal consigliere. Wow. So go to patreon.com slash Jared Freed. Also, Mike Fanoy is a fantastic guest here, but I'm sure he's a fantastic guest wherever he goes. I try to be a nice guest. I try to keep yeah. crumbs off everyone's table. Yeah, you're on a lot of shows, I think. Yeah. Laughable is the app where you can subscribe to people and know and listen to any show that they go on. Love it. So you can subscribe to Mike Fanoi. You can subscribe to me, see where I've been hanging out, how I sound on a different show. All of these shows are just setups to be funny. So the setup here, emails, give advice. You might go on another show. They do, you know, maybe they just talk about the news. 
Mm. You know, the, these are all just setups for people to be seen in different lights. Yep. So go to Laughable, download that app. Um, also, you can just like press Siri and it will just start downloading. It's such a great app. It's great. I love it. The voicemail. 347-669-8252. Plug that into your phone. Let me say it slower for you. 347-669-8252. I'm coming to Zanies. Sunday the 22nd of April is sold out. Sorry. Monday the 23rd is a live podcast. Still time to get on that. The live podcasts are a blast. Um, 426 through 428, I'm going to be at Zany's St. Charles. So go to Zany's website and get tickets for those. And let's do some emails. You ready? You Wait a minute. You write. You're the head writer. Yeah. Inside uh, jokes. Inside impractical jo- jokers. Yeah, so you're in the impractical joke. We Sal Volcano, he's been on this show before. Yeah, he's man. Fr- friend of the pod, a fop. Friend, he's a fop. Yeah. Good what, fop of mine. He, he's a good dude. How? I don't know if we talked about this last time. I don't think so. But you're more involved with the jokers than maybe people would know. I open for them on the road. That's uh, got to be insane. They're doing stadiums. Yeah, we did. Uh, I opened for them at Nassau Coliseum on New Year's Eve. What was that like? Incredibly weird. Like it was. It was awesome. But Nassau Coliseum is like the MSG of Long Island. Right? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And I grew up like going to concerts there, and it's always neat to do a room that you've gone to like a cool thing. Sure. At, you know. And I've been to a ton of concerts there, hockey games, like yeah. Islanders games, like you know, all types of shit. Um, doing a room that big was definitely weird. Mm-hmm. Like my wife was front row. And after like a minute or two, I like made eye contact with her and she was like, slow down. Oh, like, really? Slow, you're going way too fast. Yeah, because you got to wait for laughs to hit you. I'm like, you guys ready to have fun tonight? And then it's like, three, two, one. <sighs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, God, like this is wave. weird. Yeah. Normally we do theaters of like five, six, seven thousand. And I'm, great, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm like, this is three years now opening for them. So mm-hmm. I'm doing like probably, I don't know, two dozen dates a year with them or, t- you know, somewhere around fi- there. Does it feel like the audience is ready for you? Yes. The audience is great. The Impractical Joker like fan base from the TV show to the cruise to the live show, mm. um, they're awesome. And our tour manager will go out. He'll be like, you guys ready for the Jokers? The, pe- the people go insane. Yeah. And he's like, well, before that, <laughs> we're going to have this guy come out. <laughs> And they're like, oh, we're Sal. There's nothing worse. We want you. It's tough to open for people. I mean, like, like, yeah, here's them. And then, like, then they start, like, they, they go. So then I'll be like, all right. So then they'll go. You guys ready for the Impractical so, Jokers? Hey, who's ready for the thing you love? Now, before that. <laughs> but first. <laughs> this crowd is jazzed. Yeah, wait a minute. Hold on. We've heard of Mike Fenoya. But first. But first. And then, it's, and, then it's, uh, and then they'll go, who the f- uh, Here's the guy. You have no clue who the fuck he is. Yeah. yeah, you still have time to get beer. And then it's booze. Just rain down. Uh, <laughs> dude, I'm first. so lucky it's those guys and their fans. Because I have had one or two circumstances where it's like, you know, those those variables, mm. you know enough from, you know, we've been sure. doing it long enough where, like, the line out the door at the cellar is still being seated, but you have yeah, to start. Yeah, like, start the fucking show. And we just got to eat it. Yeah. And, and you do that to 5,000 people. We did Coney Island Amphitheater. We were the first ever, the, the cold open was Ziggy Marley the oh night God. before. So I was the first performer 
on the schedule mm-hmm. to ever go on stage there. Pouring rain. They didn't even finish building the amphitheater. There's water pouring on the <laughs> electronics in the front of the stage. And they're like, you're up. And I just had to go up. And there's no one seated. And I just had oh to do... God. It was literally like just looking at the ceiling and doing... And it's not even like you can look at the person in the front and be like, nice t-shirt. Nothing. You gotta be like... It's that big. Get into the jokes now. Right. So, hold on. So, you're going... Are you on the tour bus? Yeah. I mean, like, is it like, you know, rock star treatment? We've, yeah, we've had, yeah, it's pretty incredible. Man. What's their show like? What do they do? What do the Impractical Jokers do for the live show? Well, what they do, and... Um, it's like, is it improv? It's, it's yeah. So they, they, they share some stories about their life and their friendship and stuff like that. They show some clips that didn't make the show. They bust balls with the crowd. They do a whole bunch of like, you know, kind of yeah. off the cuff stuff. And then they have written parts that like, you know, some stories. And what they do that's cool is they do podcasts like live to hash out the new hour of material that they're going to do. Oh, wow. So like right now, I think they're doing them at Caroline's. They did the Bell House in Brooklyn yeah. last year or whatever. So I think they're on their fourth hour or something like that. Third or fourth hour. Um that's so cool to be a part of. They're such good fans, and, and I and I, yeah, I did the cruise with them, and I'm the head. I, I wrote for the show for two seasons as a comedy producer, yeah. and now I'm the head writer of Inside Jokes. And what's Inside Jokes? Inside Jokes is on at 10:30 on Thursdays on True TV, and it's we go through old episodes mm-hmm. and we like throw pop up facts like, like behind pop-up the video. Scene, pop up video for yeah. Impractical Jokers. That's great. It's so cool because it's you know I I basically take the time to get together with like the crew, the guys, mm-hmm. like share some little. Nuggets Nuggets that like you know if something happened behind the scenes. And if you're a fan, this is like oh I want to hear. People love it. Yeah. People absolutely love it. So let's do some emails. We're here yeah, with Mike Fenoya at Mike Fenoya on Twitter and Instagram. Mike Fenoya on Twitter and Instagram. Hilarities in Cleveland, April 25th through 29th, Fairfield Comedy Club on 420. <gasps> glug, 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 glug. <laughs> College gal and second date. Let's do it. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Hi Jared, lady college listener. Woohoo. So I got set up with a guy for my date night and had a fantastic time with him. Ended up hooking up with him that night. The following week, he asked me on a date. I thought he meant drinks, and he really meant dinner and drinks. Woo, this guy is a gentleman. Uh, we went out, saw some of his friends, and I ended up going home with again that uh, then it was winter break. He texted me, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, blah, blah, blah. School starts again. We continue to hook up for a little. My formal comes around, and I ask him, but he cannot because he was going quail hunting. <laughs> okay, so we know he's got money. Well, yeah. <laughs> Let's go out for some quail. Papa. Should I bring my vest or can I borrow yours, Papa? <laughs> she writes in parentheses, we go to an SEC school, LOL. He was super sad. He was going to miss it and suggested we hang out soon again. He Snapchat messages me every now and again and recently added me on LinkedIn. So, <laughs> Wow, this very, kid. Very college. So I provi- uh, so professional. I know he doesn't live in... Uh, does, I know he doesn't have Insta. One of my friends dates his fraternity brothers. says... He asks about me sometimes. I've never seen him on campus or anything like that, but do have a class with his roommate. So how do I get another date with him? Do I ask him on my date night coming up or what? Or did I mess up and he sees me as more of a hookup? What do you think? Um, I, I, I think it would be great for him if she asked. Mm. I mean, does it have to be? So look, her friends date his friends. Mm-hmm. Why not take the pressure off and just like plan a group thing? Yeah. You know? 
I think he's doing the dude move that all of us do. Quail hunt. We quail hunt. Right. We go hunting. That's it. Find some weird looking birds. Yep. And we, we shoot the fuck out of those birds. We drink no. cocoa out of out of thermoses. Yeah. Big thermos. Yeah. Big those hats with the earmuffs. That we have hat boxes for. Huge hat boxes. I will say that I think he's doing the 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 move guys do where you're like you're just kind of riding along. And you act like you're not noticing anything, but you're noticing everything. Right, totally. It, 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 like you know, we're we're we, we're smarter than you want us. Uh, we're emotionally smarter than girls will give us credit for, and that lets us off the hook. So she's just like, yeah, we're just hanging. Whenever we see each other, we see each other. When we don't, we don't. Um, and she's like, why are you Snapchatting messaging me? What does this mean? He's not thinking of anything that this means. He's just keeping you on the line, right? For if and when. Yeah, yeah. I definitely wouldn't say that she's a priority to him right now. Yeah, but that's also his right. He, you know, oh, he, he doesn't have to. I don't yeah. think he has to. I think if she want, I think she should look. He went above and beyond with that date. Yep. Um. I. I mean, he sounds like he's got some quail hunting money. Yeah. So LinkedIn accounts. LinkedIn account. It sounds like it's doing okay. Yeah. Um. That works into like my opinion of like why you know that would be happening. Um. The. Like that works into like you know he did the day because he can and he sure. thought that was a way of impressing you and that got you to you know to go home with him and that's okay right it's not that he didn't trick you in a way he showed you a nice time and he put in effort and you put in effort and now you guys fucked and now you're wondering when can we do this again I think what Mike is saying is completely right what you do is you go to the friend and say let's have a pregame invite your boyfriend over and then you invite him over yeah totally. That's the that's the definite move. Takes all the pressure off. That's the move. And don't yeah, I think the pressure, the the thing with dates is we think you have to go to the next thing. Right. And it's like you can go from date to hang. You yep. can go from hang to date. You you don't mess anything up. There's no wrong answers. The wrong answer is putting too much pressure on one specific thing, you know, having in your mind what it has to be, and then being disappointed by the expectations that you put on something that weren't really that shouldn't have been there. I agree 100%. And also, it seems to me in this story, quite a bit of time has gone by. There's been some breaks. A There's a time. winter break. There's a he's hooking up. He's yeah. out there. So I mean, I think like going back to square one, group hang, see where it goes from there. Sponsored people, Beachbody On Demand is an easy-to-use streaming service that gives you instant access to a wide variety of super effective workouts you can do from the comfort of your living room 24-7. Listen, let me just tell you what they have. P90X, Insanity, 21-Day Fix, T25, Brazil butt, Butt Lift, Pio, Hip Hop Abs, Three Week Yoga Retreat, and more. So basically, it's Netflix for fitness programming and the hardest part about the gym is getting to the gym okay they've got over 1 million people currently on Beachbody On Demand and it's the best deal in fitness okay and you can so the listeners of J Train get to use this for free okay absolutely free I really want you to choose this service because I enjoy it I have a tough time getting to the gym and this will get you there faster okay right now my listeners get a special free trial membership when you text J Train J 
JTRAIN. It's all one word, no spaces. So text JTRAIN to 303030. You will get full access to this entire platform for free. All the workouts, the nutrition information and support, totally free. Just text JTRAIN to 303030. Okay, listen, here's a couple examples of what they got. Focus T25, that you get an hour's result in 25 minutes a day with Focus T25. It's a 60-day program, five days a week, 25 minutes each. They got PIO, 60-day program, six days a week, 25 to 45 minute average. Basically, these workouts get you doing it right away and shorten the length of your day. You know how many hours are spent going to the gym, coming back from the gym, getting dressed for the gym? It can all be done in your living room. That's why this is great. So go to Beachbody On Demand, okay? You're going to get this free trial from me, your Papa JT. 30, 30, 30. You text 30, 30, 30. You text JTRAIN. JTRAIN to 30, 30, 30. Get it now. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Mike Fenoya at Mike Fenoya on Twitter and Instagram. Hilarities, Cleveland, April 25th through 29th. Fairfield Comedy Club on 420. MikeFenoya.com. Coworker won't take a hint. Oh, boy. I love this. Papa JT, Feather Feather from a land down under. Ooh, a couple kangaroos. My boyfriend of three years and I broke up in October last year. I moved out of the house we shared and have just been loving my single life sick. As a side note, before I get to the problem, I work full time and I'm also completing an undergrad in my spare time. (laughs) Got the Australians right here. You call that a knife? I see you've played knifey spoony before. This doesn't leave much playtime, and when I do have time off, I like to spend with my friends. So, to the problem at hand. A coworker of mine asked me out for a coffee date. I said yes, but that it would uh, be as friends as I just got out of a long-term relationship and I'm not looking to date. He seemed fine with that. He wasn't. Um, and told me to let him know when I was free so as he knows that I'm studying too. I was happy to go on the co- go to coffee with him, before, but before I could get back to him, he followed up on the request. I was happy to go to the coffee with him, but before I could get get back to him, he followed up on the request. This made me wary as it seemed like he was really keen and not um, just not. I don't want to lead him on, so I decided to be flaky, hoping he would just take the hint. I told him my weekend was booked, which it was, and maybe we should go another time. Can't mm, do that to a dude. Yeah, especially that you work with. We're animals. He then followed up again a few days later, and I told him that I'd prefer to put it off till June. <laughs> Jesus. When the university term will be over and that maybe we could get a group of people from work together and go out for drinks. Yeah, but that's like an Australian week. Yeah. You know, like the the toilets go the other way. Yeah. That's that's in a week is six months. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then maybe we get a group together, uh, go for a drink. He seemed happy with that. A week went by, no contact. And now he's just asked me out again tonight. What's the move here? I know I'm coming across a complete asshole here, but do I get the message across? You're not an asshole. Definitely not an asshole. She's got to stop. This is a very female thing. You got She's not an asshole. No. You're not an asshole. You don't want to fuck him. That's okay. That's your right. I know I'm coming across as a complete asshole here, but how do I get the message across? I'll be out on Saturday night for a friend's birthday and, and thought about mentioning this to him. Should I just be blunt and say no? I normally wouldn't mess around, uh, but we work together and I don't want to make things awkward. Hello to Classic Shelb and your esteemed guest. What do we think? Um. Look, I had an engagement break off and I moved to Colorado and I had an instant work thing. I'm, I like moved my really? job. Yeah. Like the first night so I was you were there, engaged, broke it off, caught my ex cheating. Wow. Yep. How'd you catch her? Uh, through a digital camera, digital Wait camera way before phones. Hold on. Yeah. I didn't you, tell you about this. No. What did you, did you leave out the camera? No, she 
went to Vegas and her and her friends were out with these dudes and things happened that were caught on camera. No a week later, way. they're back from Vegas and we're at a wedding and I get handed the camera to take pictures. Sure. So I remember just like digital camera, you, you press left to look through yeah. the pictures. I get through all the pictures I took and I land on Vegas pictures incriminating Vegas pictures. No way. Yeah, so, so I... So you look at her and you go... I go, check this picture out I took. And I showed her the worst of the Vegas pictures. And then I showed her dad, because I was wasted. No way. Yep, and I drunkenly drove away from the wedding. And it was like a brutal, brutal... Come on. Move I'm to, sorry that happened. Oh, dude, it's, it's, it's so... I'm so glad it did. Of course. You're lucky to have had... Right. And... and, and I mean, you see what kind of, I mean, how graphic? Um, same dude, uh, different settings, different outfits, different times of day, like making oh, they out. Like multiple, having a, they were having like a weekend. It was a thing. Yeah. It was like. They didn't just meet there then. No. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't, I, I, I didn't get, uh, after that, my, I'm kind of like, you burn me once you're dead to me kind of thing. Over. Yeah. yeah. So called the whole thing off. Moved to Colorado. My, I worked for a corporate company. I did sales. The night I got there, I started up with this chick. Mm. And it was fantastic because I was just blown off steam. But she was like totally into me. It made work impossible. It yeah. made work so tough because I'm like newly out of an engagement I'm like in a you new city, new, new city, dude. Like, I mean, while I was with my ex, like dating apps got invented. So yeah. now this is like whole new world of like meeting how to meet chicks is like open to me. Mm -hmm. The last thing I want to do is get into a relationship with like a woman I work with. And she was old, like older than me. So I always shy against work stuff. Well, also, it, 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 you can't, you know, we talk about the last guy who's, I mean, these are two different like spaces of life, but... Right. You can't be, you know, Johnny Johnny Vague at work. Right. And that's how a lot of these things start out where you're like, you know, the the romance of it is are, are we together? Are we going to go out again? Is yep. going to be another thing? Oh, he messaged, so nice. At work, you kind of have you're in right in front of that person. I know. It's constant and you can't be at your worst. But to go back to what you said, the best thing that happened to you is finding out and being able to get out of that relationship. Oh, absolutely. That's kind of the message of this girl. If yeah. you're out there and you're wondering like, well, I don't want to be a dick. I don't want to be a no, no, no. The faster you're a dick to this person, the yeah. nicer you're being to this person. Yeah, and it kind of sounds to me like he's being the dick. You know what I mean? Oh, he's and, being and, a dick. Yeah, he like should get the point. Being persistent and just like you know, just be like, look, I'm not, I'm not. But this is yet. how guys are. Of course, we love ourselves in a way that people, women can't understand. Absolutely, they can't understand. We love all think we're good hate. looking. Yeah, yeah, and the exact amount of love we have for each other, we also ha have hate for each ourselves too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because if we're not getting what we are thinking we should get, <clears throat> what's wrong with me? Well, yeah, but I, I, I totally agree. But at the same time, this guy isn't hearing the word no. He's right. hearing he every time you say, "Well, I can't this weekend. I'm too busy." He thinks, "Oh, so I guess the next weekend." Yeah. Yeah. You know, we're just like, you know, we're dumb animals. So right. you have to stab a guy in the heart. He's a kangaroo. You got to stab this kangaroo right you in the You got to kill heart. that dingo. Be honest and with you, him. You just got to listen. Yeah. And say, hey. And, and the way to be honest, do it over text. Hey, I'm not going to date someone at work. 
you and I will never date. And if he it's kicks over. back, you know what I love is asking a question as a way to get a point across. If, if, if she were to write to him, like, would you really want me to hang out with you if I don't want to? And like almost let him answer it and be like, yeah. no, it's totally, yeah, right. Like, I'm not, and, and all you can, you can also say like, hey, I'm trying, I've been trying to be nice. Yep. I'm not dating anyone at work. I'm not going to date you. Right. I, I think that's perfect. Done. And you got to fucking shoot. You got, we are vampires. Yeah. got to get that garlic stabbing thing. Silver bullets. Yeah. Whatever it takes. You got to really fucking kill it. Crucify. Is that, is that, uh, is that the plural crucifix? Crucify, crucifixes, hang them up all over your office. Yeah. Get a lot of garlic. A lot of garlic. Parmesan. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast. Can't believe I never told you. Gmail.com. Pulling the brakes. This is tough. J train, your podcast really blows my hair back. <laughs> Quick question for you. I've been seeing this girl for a couple months and she's been trying to get me to hang out with her family and more and more. I'm not really for that. Is there a way to slow things down? What's the move? It's, I mean, could this be a more vague email? How long have you been dating? Are you like, what? what is it about family mm. that you don't like? Like, is that is that a sign that like you're serious and you don't want to be? Well. I mean, I want to know more. I. Know what I mean? I hear what you're saying. I don't think it matters. No. I think the fact that. He's with a girl, that, and he's right. And he wrote to hang out with her family more and more. So they've already hung out once. Oh, oh, okay, all right. I'm not really for that. Is him being like, I'm trying to fuck here. Yeah, he doesn't want to. I'm not trying to be. And here's what a lot of I've noticed this with women. They have this whole thing of like women like moving in a toothbrush, mm -hmm. moving in a pillow. Then Pink all of razor. a sudden, you're, yeah, you're living in their apartment yep. that used to be yours. Yeah, I guess that's a thing. I think a lot of people, what they do is they mentally move in with you. Mm -hmm. So they'll be like, so a lot of girls will be like, I told my friends that I'm seeing you. And at that point, you have to go, what the fuck do you mean? Right. Or you have to go, oh, cool. And then this, oh, cool becomes this like verbal agreement that you're okay with her telling her friends that you've been dating. Right. Yeah, totally. And, and it's like the more you do that, they can leave, you know, now you're signing contracts mm. where it's like, well, but you said cool to me dating you. And it's like, yeah, or I would have had a whole fight. Yeah. So it's like this guy is kind of in that position where this girl is like, hey, my parents are like having this big party. You should come. And he's either got to go along and still get blown. Or he has to say no and stop the blow train. Yeah, because that's not going to be. There's no middle ground. No, there's no. This is this is your cutting it off. This is shit or get off the pot. That's it. Yeah, and she's putting you in the position of. And this is like I think what she's doing is smart. Actually, mm -hmm. I think you like. I, and I, this is advice I give to women, but I also this is the other side of the 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 coin right now. Yeah, because a lot of times I'll say to women like, just ask for the things you want to happen. And that's your standard. And if you're at the point in the relationship where you're like, I like this guy enough for him to meet my family, that's your right and you should ask for that. But this guy, at that point, the jig is up. The right. life just came on in the fucking, yeah, in it. the bank. Yep. And you're caught stealing that pussy. Ste you got caught stealing the pussy. Stealing puss. You're stealing puss. You're not paying for it. You got your hand on the puss and now it's time to pay. And the lights are on. The buzzer went off. <laughs> The cops are waiting. 
And they want to know if you're going to go to mama's house. Are you going to mom's or are you not going to mom's? I think he needs to uh, <clears throat> say no. He has to say no. But he's got to be honest with himself. But he's also have to understand that this starts every fight from now on. Or this it is, just ends it. Or it ends it. Right. But, you know, you you know, the jig is up. The lights are on. You're wondering, oh, my God, I got caught. Mm. Yeah, now you got to go to mom's or you got to now have a fight for a week. And then you're not at fight for a week. And then it's crazy. And then why won't you see my parents? Well, I don't think we're that serious. You don't think we're that serious. When will you be that serious? I don't know. And yep. then it's, you're over. That's now, the it's thing. A, now you're with someone that you were fine hooking up with, but not fine going, moving on into mom and dadville. And that's okay. But you, that means you're done fucking. Right. Yeah. Because you already met them. Yeah. You've crossed. You can't go unmeet the parents. You can't unmeet the parents. <laughs> you know, like, that's hilarious. Yeah. You can't yeah. just like... You, you know, you go meet the parents. Now you're in a different spot of the relationship. Whether you want it to be that or not, yeah. you're in it. Have you had a lot of girls you were dating want you to meet their families? I've met families. Yeah. I've met some families. And they were I was cool, but also that, you know, the relationship called for that. Yeah. It was at that time. It was the time. Yeah. And if I didn't do it, I mean, the, the relationships ended subsequently, mm -hmm. but that's not because I met the parents, but it was because, okay, now we're in a relationship right? where a breakup has to happen that is going to be tough because I've met your parents. Right. Oh, of course. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, dude. That know, one I went Breakups through. are different when you've met the parents than when you haven't met the parents. Nothing is worse than a family that's just way too into your relationship. I, listen, man. I've had so many of those. I hate going to family functions and they're like, get together for a picture. I'm like... Ugh, I'm gonna be the the guy in the picture. <laughs> yeah. They're gonna look at this 20 years from now, like, and then it's like, remember Jared? Remember that dude? Yeah, and then they'd spend an hour talking. Which this is my own egos talking, but at the same time, we all think that they're talking about us more than we they are. Of course, but they, you they know, you're care. in this picture, and they're like, remember when you dated that fuck? Then they go find your Instagram account, and they're like, oh, he's is he still trying to do comedy? <laughs> you know, like I just imagine the shit talking. What so I stay away from all those things. Yeah. This guy's going to, I mean, this guy wants to like keep in this, like if you move on with the family, maybe don't get in some pictures. Yeah. <laughs> stay out of the picture. Take the pictures. I got it. I got I'm a it. Big, I, I got, got it. Guy. Huge. Let photog. me take care of the pic. No, you don't. You want to get, no, this is a family moment. Take the picture. That's my always. Yeah. We are sponsored people, Brooklinen. I love Brooklinen because you know what? They make me feel good. You sleep in really nice sheets. You feel good in the morning, especially they send you the box with a little tiny thing of detergent. You wash them, you put them on the bed. Automatically, you make that bed, automatically you feel like an adult. You did it. You've arrived. Men, women, this is kind of a grown-up thing. It's time. Get rid of the college sheets. Get rid of the ones your mommy got you. They're the best, most comfortable sheets. And there's no big markup, okay? They're selling them to you right online. They've gotten rid of the store to make them cheaper for you. My Brooklyn sheets are the best, most comfortable sheets I've really ever slept on. Brooklyn.com has an exclusive offer for just my listeners, okay? $20 off and free shipping when you use promo code JTRAIN, JTRAIN, JTRAIN at Brooklyn.com. Brooklyn is so confident they offer a risk-free 60-night satisfaction guarantee, a lifetime warranty on all their sheets and comforters. The only way to get $20 off and free shipping is to use promo code JTRAIN. JTRAIN. JTRAIN at brooklinen.com. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com. Promo code JTRAIN. Brooklinen. These are the best sheets ever. JTRAIN podcast at gmail.com. JTRAIN podcast at gmail.com. I'm here for a good time. He's here for a long time. Female writer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh.
We're here with Mike Fanoia at Mike Fanoia on Twitter and Instagram at Mike Fanoia on Twitter and Instagram. Hilarities, Cleveland, 26-29. J Train, lots of feathering. My best friend from home, highly suggest your pearls of wisdom. So I'm here with hat in hand. I, does that mean she doesn't listen to the show? Yeah, but she's gonna now. Or she better fucking subscribe. She's been <laughs> listening, waiting for an answer. And put on that downloads automatically in the morning and put your hat in your box yeah make sure your box is the size of other bags on the flight so that they don't fuck up the overhead space i go to a fun-sized greek life obsessed college which i am sad happy to graduate from in two months i've been seeing this guy since the end of november who will be here for another year so she's seeing a guy who's got junior. another year of college, yeah. junior. We didn't talk over winter break, which was preferable because I was otherwise busy. Circle back. It's my last semester of college, and I'm just trying to get my nut. Ooh. Wow. Daddy like. Big fan of you. Yeah. I just got hard. The guy texts me the night he came, he gets back. Things end up heating up quick. Uh, we text every other night, each other every night to see if the other person is going out, and this quickly turned into just a sober hangouts. Uh, three to four nights a week, watching a very emotional show together and having some fun. This then turned into coffee dates and the peak of buy and the peak of buying and making dinner together. Later on, I find out from a mutual friend he slept with another girl two times once a few hour, hours after we did dinner together. Yeah, color me pissed. Wow, good dude, you're getting right. your nut. No, this is the dude. I know. Oh, he's getting his nut. He's getting his nut. Fast forward to the next day. This guy and I have a talk. I thought I was going to end it. He didn't want to do that, so I asked to be exclusive. He wanted to think about it. Oh, wow. (laughs) That's always a good answer. Yeah. Will you marry me? Let me think about this. Um, His his hesitation was that he was dumped by his ex-girlfriend who he dated for a long time and he was scared it was going to happen again. (laughs) Jesus. Tortured past guy. We talked about this in the last... uh, Shelby, didn't we talk about this? Oh yeah, he's like he's like a Vietnam vet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got PTSD. Play, we gotta play some like haunting music. This is a move guys do. The next day he agrees, but lasts it lasts for a hot second, a couple weeks. Then he comes back and he says he still wants to hang out, but not exclusively because we have two months left of school. And I already told him I did not want to become his long term relation. Be to, because and I already told him I did not want to become this to become a long term relationship. He said he still wanted a bit to be the same as it was with, without the label. My question is, do I cut off completely since he committed, but then backfire backtracked, or do I stay chill because I was an expiration date all it was I saw the expiration date all along. I just can't tell if he was giving me a soft end because it's hard to stop things, or if he's just an emotionally stunted kid who meant what he said and is scared. Also, apparently, I'm more invested in this guy than I thought because I'm writing an email to figure it out. So any advice is appreciated. <laughs> Honestly, becoming a huge fan of the podcast. Well, thank you very much. I There's a lot here. A lot. She wants him to be more... He fucks another girl, so that makes him... Want, they're, they're getting to know each other. Then she finds out he fucks another girl the same night they cook dinner together. Then she wants to know, are we exclusive? Then he says, let me think about it. Then they get to be exclusive, and then that ends, and he wants to go back to fucking without the label. Right. Right? Right. However, she had an expiration date on this. She's like, I don't want this to be a long-term relationship. She's graduating. She wants to just have fun until she graduates, is what I'm... No, fuck that. 
But they, no, I'm Fuck just. That. I'm, I, I know, but that whole thing. I'm playing devil's advocate right here. She's letting him off the hook with that. I know. She's protecting she herself want, from getting hurt. She wanted to see what happened as a relationship. She thought that he was the only girl. She was the only girl he was fucking. She found out he went and fucked another girl after hours they, after hours dinner. After they hung out, which listen, it's not flattering, but it happened. I you can't take it back. Right. Uh, and then that made her put in the position of being felt like she was screwed. So she wanted to get back her pride by mm-hmm. saying, well, now he's with me. You know what I mean? Like, I think she I think trying to get him in a relationship was a way of her trying to, like, get back some ownership of the situation to not look like she got f- like a, like she was a doofus. Right. You yeah, know? no, totally, totally. I get it. But I also think that she's got one foot out it's not the door. Healthy. She's got one foot out the door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. if she's she... doing that, all of this is to preserve how her feelings. Right. And and it's like her whole thing of like, you know, I had a time limit on it anyways, and then like her say, her trying to get back with a guy who just went and fucked another girl after they cooked dinner together. It's and and I understand why she's doing this. She's trying to self like defense mechanism. It's a defense mechanism. Yeah, totally. It's all the def- it's all in defense of something very specific of her being like um her confidence right and listen it's okay we're all not confident no this is something that i think is way more common yeah she wants than, to than look, people let on she doesn't want other people looking at her and going look that poor sap and not even that i think that she wants to just like feel you know like when you're going through a transitional period mm-hmm. you're, you're leaving college she said she was happy slash sad to leave college. She's got this dude that's like, you know, they're having fun, whatever. Mm-hmm. Then it starts to get like, not just fucking. Now we're cooking dinner and watching sad Netflix. Yeah. And she thought it was something more. Right. And now she feels tricked. She's yeah, she's, she's protecting herself. This what? is one of those things where it's like, no, like I already had now. I already had a like, you know, this guy said that he got hurt or whatever his well, bullshit was. Uh, but my whole thing is this. She's doing the exact same thing that he's doing. Me, They're playing the exact same game the, at each other. Let me explain his move. His move, this is something guys do, where they're, they'll bring a... Girls think we have no emotional anything. Mm-hmm. So then, like, what guys do to get themselves off the hook with a girl, they'll bring up this tortured past. Of course. And, and then they'll be vague about it. I was with a girl. It was 1973. <laughs> summertime. LA's about a hot Nam. city. I'll never forget. Lonely city. I'll never forget. I'll never forget all the... We're out at war. It was a war that should have never been fought. You could taste the air. It was so hot. The war that should have never been fought. And we're out there. Friends are getting killed. And I can't talk about it anymore. Leave me alone. If I, if I get in love with you, I'll never love again. Oh, I can hear the choppers. <laughs> I, can hear, I can hear them in my head. They're behind my eyes. Yeah, I got broken up with once and and I didn't see it coming. And I had a girl break up with me. Fuck him. Fuck you. Fuck you, lying. Look, we've all had it happen. Yeah. Well, this is the thing: a self-sustaining person. Like his hesitation, he was dumped by his ex who he dated for a long time, and he was scared it was going to happen again. It's going to happen again, bud. Yeah, that's called life. (laughs) So. Go fuck yourself. You've been fucking me for a while. This relationship keeps getting deeper and deeper. You don't want to label, but again, you can't unmeet the parents. That's you can't it. uncook the dinner you did together. Your relationship was in a different space than it was before. Admit to that. Netflix isn't going to unrecommend things yes. to watch based on what you guys have already Ad- watched. Admit to it, and well, and that like you know, don't let this guy bullshit you into feeling bad. Now to her, her, it's. 
It's over with this dude. Right. It's over. This guy, you 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 can't forget that past. You can never trust this guy again. He's looking to cook dinner with you and then go fuck another girl. Yep. That's the label he wants. Right. It's not it's not that he doesn't want any labels. He wants a very specific label. He's also stepping into his final year of college, which you're yeah. ending now. So, I mean, you both don't want, and, and the end of it in is different you, places. Well, they both don't want to feel uncomfortable, yeah. and being single is uncomfortable, and that's the case. Yep. And you got to move on from this guy, and he is not what he wants is to have his cake and eat it too. And listen, again, the lights came on during the robbery. And he got fucking caught. Got caught. His hand on the pussy. Yeah. And now it's time to pay up. Yeah. And he's saying, yeah, I'll be in a relationship with you because it bought him some time with this whole. And then he was like, how do I get out of this shit? Mm-hmm. And he was like, okay, I'll bring up the tortured past. And then now he's thinking, I can't be in a relationship, but I can fuck you and go meet other girls. Yeah, he pulled the shoot. Yeah. So listen, people, this is, you got to move on. That one's over. Podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com trapped in an emo in the emotionally unavailable vortex. Wow. Science major. Hey, Papa JT new listener here. Fervently feathering your nuts. Ooh, alliterations love being fervently feathered by ostriches from Africa. (laughs) I was hoping you could give me some perspective. My issue is I want to be in a relationship, but none of my flings are working out. I never had a serious relationship, but I think I'm at the point in my life where I'm ready for one. My most recent guy said that he was still not over, not done with a girl he met over the summer. They haven't dated, but are just fr- but aren't but aren't just friends. She thinks it's the wrong timing. They aren't a good fit. I always seem to find guys who are emotionally unavailable. How do I stop falling for this trap? I've been on the apps for a while, but I just get exhausted, bored of using them, and being introduced by friends isn't working out either. I'm trying not to make, take things personally, but having a couple of guys where we f- flirt, make out, things never go anywhere. It's hard not to think I'm the common issue. All my recent flings have been Jewish boys. Is is it a problem that I'm not Jewish? Mm. To some. <laughs> yeah, not a definitely. problem, but I mean, well, there's that mother thing. And yeah, any advice from you and your guests would be appreciated. For reference purposes, check out my Insta for pics. Yeah, let's look. Will do. What's her um, name? Hold on, I'll send it around the room. While we're looking, I'd like to say the first thing I hear here that scares me for you, listener, is you want a relationship. Mm. You can't go into anything wanting it too badly because you're going to end up either a settling for bullshit just because it's like a warm body yeah or you're going to seem desperate and nobody likes that so i think you got to think about the long game guys sniff that out too super fast i mean guy she's very cute we're checking her out right now there's nothing yeah yeah, you're a good looking girl 12 posts up that Instagram a little bit. Um, <laughs> I thought I was bad. Um, she's cute. Very cute. And uh, also, I think that, like, you know, you seem to, you seem like a very sweet, you know, like, you got you got a very sweet look about you, you know? Like, it just... I ah. think, I, I think what, what Mike said is completely right. You, to say, there's no such thing as I'm ready for a relationship. Never. It's never, not. Never. No. I'm ready to have fun with someone. I'm ready to make time for this person. 
I'm ready to make the effort with this guy because he fits the type of guys I'm looking to de- to date. Yeah, it would be it would be nice to share my interests and time <laughs> with this with a person. cool dude. Yeah. So I think for her, maybe I think I, I'll suggest this to a lot of people. Maybe it's an app cleanse. Get off the app. T- take a month. Yeah. Let's take a month without the apps and go and have fun with your friends. Absolutely. Because that's going to put you your head up. Mm-hmm. Right now, your head's down in the bar. You're looking down at an app. You're looking down at someone you're texting. Let's take a month. Yep. Take a month to cleanse. Well, you know, I did it from alcohol. It felt great. I think you'll feel great without it for uh, without the apps for a month. And go out with your friends. Go enjoy things you like to do because the things you like to do, there'll be other people around there that like to do those things too, and you can share those experiences with these guys that you're dating that are kind of like still not over. You. You're asking for answers instead of asking for times. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's not a good look. And it's also you're setting yourself up for, you, you know, like you're going in with all your cards shown. Yeah. And and guys do pick up on that heavily. There, When I was single, I, there were a lot of really great girls that I dated that were way too interested in just having a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And I, I pulled out. And fast. we don't like, like that. It. You know, no. you want someone that you're like, oh, whoa. You kind of want to be like blown away by like how cool and fun and lighthearted and how you make like how a girl makes you laugh or whatever. You, no, no guy is out there going like sniffing like a dog finding a bump. Like, oh, uh, I, I know there's a girl around here that wants a boyfriend. Yeah. Not that's never what. We're and then also, no guys looking for a girlfriend. No. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. The other thing. And guys if he is, are, you don't want him. Guys don't go. Well, I'm ready now. Where are they? Right. We, you know, you know, a million comics have jokes about guys just not even admitting to having girlfriends. Yeah. How hard it is to get a guy to be like, yeah, I'm, I'm with this girl. Yeah, you know? totally. And it's like, you know, for with that being the case, go out and be be a great party that he can attend. Exactly. You know, or, or the, in, that you like attending. Mm-hmm. Because right now it seems like you're just going date, 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 figuring that dates will get you to a boyfriend. Right. That's not the road to a boyfriend. The road to a boyfriend is um, time spent together that's not date time. Well, and you also said perfectly, go do things that you like doing and like be aware of the people around you. Yes. If you like museums, go to go go to some museums. Get your head out of your phone. If you like going to concerts, go hit up some concerts. And don't look for the I, I think the setup thing isn't working because you're looking too hard. Go if you go with friends and you're out with friends and you're doing things, get into springtime. Springtime's a great time to like, you know, be outdoor drinking, be at a bar, do a happy hour. And get off the apps. Yep. Because I think I, I, I do I do this all the time. It's a refresh. It's a rebrand. You gotta do it's it. It's a whole thing. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at Dude, gmail.com. You're going to Chicago? I'm going. You've April. been before. Love Chicago. Do you love Malort? Have you drank Malort? Do you know about Malort? That? Oh, dude, I'm so glad I'm telling you. Be careful. Beware of Malort. What, what is this? It is a, a booze made by, it's called Jeppesen's Malort. In Prohibition time, it was, there was this weird, like. Wait, it's a what? It's a boot. It's called Jepson's Malort. M-A-L-O-R-T. It's a Chicago liquor. Any of the listeners from Chicago, let Jared know about, about Malort. Okay. Jared, it's the most evil devil water in the world. There was this like weird thing where if you had alcohol as medicine, it wasn't considered prohibited during okay. prohibition oh, okay so this guy jeppesen would walk around <laughs> with bottles of this shit and he called medicine and cops would be like you can't like 
procure alcohol. Yeah. And he's like, no, it's medicine. And he would offer cops a shot. And the minute they smelled it, they were like, just get this fucking shit away from us. So like, it was just gross smelling? Dude, it's like wormwood, licorice. Oh, no, 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 no. I got so, so. I just heard a story about a guy eating worm. He ate the worm in the bottom of the tequila and it got stuck in his brain and he's all fucked up. Yeah, now. dude, totally. Now it's, I'm it's, all fucked up. The, like Brian, the, the, the manager at the Laugh Factory in Chicago, okay. picked me up at the airport. I'm on no sleep. I'm starving and I have to shit. Mm. And he picks me up and he, we go get a burger and he goes, got to get a shot of Malort. And I'm like, it's to me, the way he said it as I'm ordering a burger is like, oh, it's onions or something. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, 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 give me a shot of Malort, you know. And they put like take this dusty shot glass and they pour and, and they go just one. And he goes, I'm not doing it. And I'm like, great. So as I'm as I'm about to do mm. the shot, he goes, I shouldn't have made you do that shot. And I t take it down, empty stomach, like three cups of coffee, plain jitters, sure. big old shit ready to drop, yeah. starving, drinking on an empty stomach. Yeah. Dude, I didn't taste it going down, and then it burned from like my feet up into my stomach, uh, my mouth's I'm watering. Not doing this shit. Eyes are like fucking like I mentioned Malort on stage at Zany's. Every show and everyone was like, "Oh no!" So just beware, dude. It's like you Look said, it granny up. pussy. Oh, like, dude, ah! it's granny pussy in a bottle. Just if anybody offers to buy you a shot, uh, I'm not doing it. Malort, be careful. Why does my friend act like such an asshole? Buys you shots of Malort. Hello, Papa JT. I've been friends with this one guy since I was in college. It's 100% platonic, minus a drunken makeout during one of the first times we hung out five years ago. Something I love about him is that he can be so funny, and I love joking with him and the rest of our friend group. Uh, one issue. I don't know if he feels like he has to show off or it's weird defense mechanism, but when we're around his friends, he can act like such a racist, sexist asshole, mostly to my other female friends. He thinks he's being funny, but it's not. He's never directly mean to me, but the fact that he does it to my female friends really pisses me off. When it's just us one-on-one, -on -one, he's so sweet and, well, normal. But around other people, he can be such a dick. I've tried to talk to him about it, and he plays it off as just joking. And when I tell him it's not funny, he claims if he's, claims I'm being too emotional. Basically, getting... Um, Basically, getting him to ever apologize is basically impossible. I love him like a brother, and I want him to act as fun and sweet to my other friends as he does when it's just the two of us, but he's not really listening to any, uh, any reason. Do you have any advice on how to handle this? I've tried everything I can think of. Wow. That's a toughie. You ever had a situation like this? Yeah, totally. Uh, many times mm. where you got just one friend that just no filter. Normally, booze is involved. Yeah. And normally well, he's trying to show off. Show I, I, off. Yeah. The fact that he's so comfortable with her and then so uncomfortable with the other girls. Right. I mean, and the fact that they're like platonic, mm -hmm. uh, he might be single and might see that these other girls are options to hook up and he just blows it. Right. And with her, he's not blowing it because he's doesn't not trying to get blown. Right. So I, I think there it does sound like the part of someone who's self-conscious. Of course. Absolutely, or he's hiding something. I was something in her email was really specific, and it was like it said. This part kind of threw me for a loop. Um, basically, getting him to ever apologize is basically impossible. First of all, there's a thing going on right now. You're not his fucking mom. Yeah. You're not his parent. Getting him to apologize. Who the fuck cares if he apologizes? You want him to stop. You want him to feel it. He, you know, what are you getting out of an apology? What are you, you gonna, right. oh, I gotta go to, and also, he, this type of guy isn't gonna go to friends to apologize. So no. He's gonna write a fucking letter in a scroll and then have it <laughs> delivered by the fucking king's, you know, nobody cares. Henchmen. No one cares. No one cares. He's nobody. Um, 
what about creating a I always think it's nice to throw a little white lie in there every now and then if you're trying to get somebody to understand something okay so you and I are hanging out you say a lot of awful shit around my friends all the time they're very uncomfortable when you're there yes I ask you yo let's go hang out with Dave and Chris and and Steve Mm. and Dave and Chris and Steve aren't going to be there. They were never in the plan. And I bring you wherever we're going. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, they bailed basically because like they're kind of sick of hearing you call people whatever, whatever or I saying do. whatever, yeah, you yeah. know, and be like just between like from friend to a friend, like you might want to like ease the, like ease up on that shit because it's not a good look. Yeah. Because if you're tight with if I'm tight with you, like maybe that might open up the gates to a conversation where you can then sure. say to me, I don't mean to do it. I'm just so nervous around chicks or like I, I I'm, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I think your advice is good. I, I'd add something to it. Okay. I think you stop. I mean, you got to make people feel people don't change until they feel it. You don't lose weight until your pants don't fit. Mm-hmm. You don't fucking, you know, you don't learn the language till you can't get around a country. <laughs> right. You know, like yeah. these are all like, he's got to feel it. Yeah. And he doesn't give a fuck about your friends. Obviously. He gives a fuck about you. Oh, uh, okay. I so get you say, saying. hey, I'm going to go hang out with my friends. Uh, they don't want to hang out with you, so I'm not going to just come to you. I'm mm. going to go hang out with my friends. I like it. And give them a month of that. Yeah. I like this month thing. Month off of the... Just give a month of it. Yeah, just, just and then if he's like, why don't you hang out? It's be like, I'm not being... And, and, and call out people's rebuttals before they come to you. Mm-hmm. I'm not being emotional. I don't give a shit how you treat people. I do give a shit that you're putting a wedge between me and my other friends. Right. You're ruining my relationships with them. You make me look bad. Yeah. So make him hurt. The only way he hurts is through you. If he cares about you. He might not give a shit about you either. Right. That means it's the end of the fucking friendship, which it should be, if he can't even fucking stop acting like a racist dickhead in front of your friends for you. Yep. So it's not that he... You... When he he says, oh, you're being emotional, he's saying, you don't get it. Hmm. No, no, no. I get that I'm losing my friends and I don't want to lose my friends. Yeah. That's, you have to make it so it's a, a you have to have real consequences yep. and, and see the consequences through his eyes. Yep. His eyes is like, well, you know, just being a little emotional. I'm just hanging out at this party, throwing around the N word. What? Hmm. You know? My mother always said you're judged by the company you keep. Yes. So you've, you're, you're right. Ruined, you've ruined my company. Yep. My friends don't even want to hang out with me anymore. Yep. So I'm going to go hang out with them. If you, you know, and then, Give it a couple times, and then he'll be texting. Hey, hey, I'm I'm out. Sorry, I'm, I'm with off my the N word. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm with my friends. We're we're in an N word free zone. We don't we don't call Asians whatever you yeah, call them. You no know, more like, J word yeah, anymore. Yeah. yeah, that's hilarious. That, yeah, and just and, you gotta pull the plug. So every time he wants to hang out, just be like, I'm actually with my other friends who don't like you, yep. and you never really tried to make them like you. So I gotta go with them. Right. And 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 listen, there's no last chances in life. That's not to say that you, this is over. I think if he, and then if he starts to get the point, hey, it's fucked up. No, it's fucked up that you didn't respect me enough as your good friend to try with my friends. And every time I try to tell you, you gave me some excuse that I'm being emotional. You know me. Right. We never have this problem. Yep. You only have this problem with them. Yep. And, and so then you got to make him feel it though. Right now he's not feeling it. I have in not as 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 you know um, detailed or as like intense a way. Mm. I've been the other dude. 
the, the guy dick? that yes but not I, I i was hanging out with a buddy and his boss okay and his boss would like bring up conversations about drugs and i would talk about drugs sure and my friend pulled me outside and was like you know you're really like making me look shitty by talking about drugs with my boss yeah because he's automatically assuming that like i'm doing these drugs with you do you know what i mean like yes so i put my friend in a weird spot without even knowing it just trying to fit in as yeah, like yeah, my yeah, buddy yeah. Th- like i'm hanging out with my buddy and his boss i get that so like if coke came up i'd be like yeah man you know like whatever but i was never like hey dude you remember when we used to fucking like rip lines off yeah, the yeah. yellow pages <laughs> like i wouldn't do that yeah, but now he's with a guy who died yeah and now so like you know i go back in and i'm like i completely understand and i and i loved that my friend did that to me so maybe this dude would love some insight on, you know, 23 out of the 24 hours a day, he may be like, what the fuck is wrong with me? Yeah. You know? I, I, and I'm I, all about over-communicating. And, and this is the thing. Again, make him feel. Make him feel. You got to feel. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Mike Fenoya, thank you for coming on. Oh, dude. I Always love, love, love being here with you. This is such a fun show. Thank you. Great listeners. At Mike Fenoya on Twitter and Instagram. Hilarities in Cleveland. Also going to be at Fairfield Comedy Club. Go to MikeFenoya.com. Get all his shit. Go support him. He's so funny. Shelby, thank you for helping out. Thanks for having me. At Classic Shelb on Twitter and Instagram, Snapchat. I'm Jared Freed. Be careful in Chicago. Thank you. I'm going to stay away from that fucking elixir. (laughs) Every Tuesday and Friday, we're here with your emails. Keep sending them in. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. We'll be back next episode. Boom.